Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. You see, your faith can't even be based on the blessing of God because you feel blessed. Your faith's got to be based on what the Word said. Are you listening? And so then I'd examine my heart. Oh, I've done it so many times, seeming like thousands of times. And, and my body, and then I'd start crying. So, oh, Lord, I, and I, I'm not making fun of me, you know, but I, I just started crying. I mean, I wept many a tear. Then I cried and prayed and prayed and cried and 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 cried and prayed and prayed and cried cried and prayed and prayed and cried and I don't even tell half the story. And you can do a lot of praying and you can do a lot of crying. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The ABCs of Bible Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Faith, as I said, what, what is faith? Well, real faith is based and built on the Word. What is faith? Faith is acting on the Word. You see, when Abraham was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he is able to perform, he's acting on what God's Word said. When he gave glory to God, he's acting on what God's Word said. And he held fast to that. You see, it doesn't do any good to hold fast to a confession if it's not based and built on the Word of God. See, just confessions per se don't work. But when they're in line with the Word of God to do. Amen? Amen? Now, faith is the result of the Word dwelling in us. I don't mean the Word committed to memory, memorizing scriptures, that's good, but I don't mean that. When I say the Word living in us, I mean the Word lived the Word practiced until it becomes a part of ourselves. Well, how does that come about? We meditate in it. We think deeply into it. We feed upon it. The Word becomes a part of ourselves. This Word of faith builds into us confidence and assurance. Hallelujah. That's the way it works. Now then, let's talk a little bit more before we come back again to what faith is. Let's talk a little bit more about what faith isn't. We have pointed out to you that it is not hope. We pointed out that it is not natural human faith. You see, uh, hope says I'll get it sometime, but faith says it's mine. I have it now. natural human faith or sense knowledge faith says, well, when I see it, when I feel it, I'll know I have it. Now, that's the kind of faith I tried to get healed by. I know I stayed bed fast 17 months. I didn't know the difference. We're not, we're not criticizing people. For if I did, I'd be criticizing myself. We're not belittling people. For if we did, I'd be belittling myself. But I'd pray. I was bed fast. The doctors gave up on me. They said I had to die. Five doctors. And I'd pray. 
Well, naturally, you fellowship with God. He's going to bless you because you're his child. And I'd get blessed. And you get blessed. You, you feel lifted up. There's a state of ecstasy, you see. And basing my faith on my feeling, I'd say, well, I believe God's heard me. I, I believe God's heard my prayer. I, I feel like he has. Because, you see, I felt so good, you know, spiritually. Then I'd start examining my heart. Now, it's not beating right. Uh, this will date you. Younger generation can't appreciate this. But I'd say a lot of times my heart was beat, beating like a T-model Ford hitting on one cylinder. <laughs> now, anybody know what I'm talking about? Now, see, see, just only a few do. We got you dated, you know. <laughs> Those old T-model Fords, you know, a lot of times they'd be, they'd be sort of like a, I remember my grandfather's brother. I just knew a boy about, oh, eight, nine years old. And so he bought a new Ford, you know, you know, uh, about 1927, 26, 27 Ford, you know, T model. That's what they had, Model T. And so he, and you had to crank them, you know, didn't have a starter, you know. He cranked the thing, cranked and cranked, lived out about, oh, three or four miles out of town and got it started all right. But the thing was missing. You know what I mean by missing? Spark plug not hitting or whatever they had. What did they have? They had those old, uh, what do you call them? Magneto. And, and, and so it was just a jumping and a jerking, see? <laughs> and the whole thing, you know, the fenders, you just jump and jerk. You know what I'm talking about? See? Well, he jumped and jerked all the way into town. <laughs> and so he went into the Ford garage so he'd bought the thing. See, it's new, just a few days old. Drove in, what's wrong with this thing? Well, the fellow lifted the hood and he said, it's a missing. He said, why, he said it was all there and I lift all <laughs> He thought he meant the motor was missing. <laughs> well, those old T models would do that, you know. They'd just jump and jerk, and that's the way my heart do, no rhythm to it. Just jumping and jerking. And I'd start crying. And I'd examine my, my lower part of my body, particularly. I had some use the upper part, but I was practically totally paralyzed. And then I'd start crying. I didn't just do that one time, folks. Dear Lord, I've done that so many times until it's. It's embarrassing to tell it. I mean, you couldn't count the time. Seemed to me like I must have done it thousands of times. You're bed fast 17 months and nothing else to do 24 hours a day, you know. Because nearly every day, you know, you'd pray and talk to God and be blessed. And I believe you heard me. See, but my faith was based on what I felt. You see, your faith can't even be based on the blessing of God because you feel blessed. Your faith's got to be based on what the Word said. Are you listening? And so then I'd examine my heart. Oh, I've done it so many times, seemingly like thousands of times. And, and my body, and then I'd start crying. So, oh, Lord, I, and I, I'm not making fun of me, you know, but I, I just started crying. I mean, I wept many a tear. Then I cried and prayed and prayed and cried and 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 I don't even tell the half of the story. And you can do a lot of praying and you can do a lot of crying and a lot of feeling sorry for yourself but that don't get the job done. I stayed just like I was. Now why? Because you see my faith is based on my physical senses, my natural human faith. Not based on what God's Word said. Now then, 
there is something else that's very closely associated with natural human faith. And uh, some people call it mental assent or mental agreement. Now, I read first, and I try to give people credit where I read first, you see, because some other people say the same thing. But after that I was healed and raised up from the bed of sickness and out into the ministries, I read some of John Wesley's writings. John Wesley was the uh, founder of the Methodist Church, you know. Now, in his writings, in his journals, to begin with, he and his brother Charles in the uh, Anglican Church, and his, his father was an Anglican minister, his, his, his grandfather an Anglican minister. And he and his brother Charles came over here to the United States as missionaries to the Indians down in the state of Georgia. And they spent a year there, and according to Wesley's own words, were flat failures. Well, he just said his failures. I added the word flat. <laughs> Amen. That's a colloquial expression in Texas and Oklahoma. And uh, so discouraged, they boarded a ship and went back to England. On their way back on board ship, there were some people uh, that uh, they called them Moravians. And as Wesley said it, they taught us some of the deeper things of God. Well, now, in my opinion, this is strictly my thinking, I think that he and Charles just then got born again, didn't know the difference. So then Wesley got back to England, and he began to preach in the Anglican Church of the Church of England, and he began to preach some of these things, you know, that he's learned, and it didn't set well with him. They got up and threw him out of the pulpit right in the middle of one of his sermons. And he said that, you know, they buried the dead in the churchyard in those days, that he got up on his father's tombstone in the churchyard and finished his sermon. But now Wesley made a statement that registered on, my, on me that I've never forgotten. He said, I have come to see that so many in the church, now he was talking about his own church, but it would be true concerning any church. You see, so many in the church are not really saved. He said, they only mentally, now listen to the difference, they mentally agree. That's where I first heard that statement. Somebody make that statement. And I picked it up from him. Others call it mental assent, mental agreement. Well, now mental agreement and mental assent looks and sounds so much like faith that many people can't tell the difference. But there is a vast difference. And faith is not mental agreement. And faith is not mental assent. Now, Wesley said, I see that so many in the church do not re really have faith in God and in his word and in Jesus Christ. They mentally agree that Christ is the son of God. They mentally agree that, they, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. They mentally agree that he was raised from the dead for our justification. But they go right on living just like they did. It doesn't change their life. He said, when you really believe with heart faith, it changes your life. Can you see what he's saying? When you really believe in your heart, with your heart, that Christ is the Son of God. When you really believe that he died for your sins, according to the scripture, that he's raised from the dead for your justification, it changes you. It, and it changes the way you live. Amen? Amen. Now, when, when I read that, then I said to myself, 
That's some folks are the same way when it comes to healing. They do not really believe in their hearts or with their heart. See, the Bible said, with the heart man believeth. Not, not the head. No, you know your heart's not your head. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is from the message series by Ken Hagan, Principles for Building Strong Faith, and the paperback book, What Faith Is by Kenneth E. Hagan. Both can be yours for the discounted price of $14.95, regularly $26.95. That's a $12 savings. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. But I want to talk about Oklahoma City, Rama, Oklahoma City. Uh, Rama Bible Church, Oklahoma City. It's our, exciting, you guys. We're in our fourth month. We're temporarily located at the Walden Creek Chapel. It's a wedding chapel at 7840 Northwest 122nd Street there in Oklahoma City. That's our that's our temporary. That's where we are temporarily. But uh uh, and it's on Sunday night. Sunday night at six, 6 o'clock. That's right. Come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's, that's what right. I'm saying. Come about. as you are. Come as you are. Yeah, just come as you are. Uh, everybody just, you know, uh, come on out. We have a great time. We do. There's it's no exciting. dress code. It's just coming. How fun. And we are there in person. Yes. Yes. Want you to know we're there in person. So yeah. come and visit. Occasionally there may be, it may be a live video, but we're there in person, That's okay? Right. So come on out and be with us. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more from the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.